when the motivation is grown, it's about being consistent till the motivation comes back. What happens when a United States Marine sits down and has a conversation with a clinical psychologist? What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to Talking Crazy, the number one podcast in the world. I'm Demetrius Thigpen, also known as Meech Speaks, and the number one clinical psychologist standing next to me once again, ladies and gentlemen, is Artavius Merritt. What's going on, bro? What's good, everybody? If your brother or your friends don't hype you up how my bro do, you need new fucking friends. Come on now, man. Come on now. And speaking of new friends, bro, like, let's just go ahead and get into it today. Now, before we get started, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to everybody that um, supported me and was saying thank you to me and sending all the positive vibes. Um, recently just had a show in Michigan. And I just want to just tell you for a second, you feel me? Like, I really just want to take a step back and just say this, is that Last episode, we talked about the people in your circle. You know what I mean? Like a lot of us have people in our in our tribe, in our circle, and our close friends that they won't they 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 hype us up, but they won't hold us accountable. You know what I mean? They close to the heart, but they not holding us. They not gonna hold our hand to the fire and let us know like, hey, you need to finish that. And this week, right? This week, my brother, right? Like my brother, he 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 held me accountable. You know what I mean? Like, he held me accountable. And I just really want to give a couple of little backstory to it, all right? So I go to Michigan. I let everybody know that, like, hey, um, you know, I got a show. You know, everybody can come out. Me and him, we've already communicated, all right? Now, for those who don't know, you know, podcasting ain't the only thing that we do. We got lives, all right? We got lives, and we communicate that, all right? Now, we get the information. I find out. I pull the trigger immediately. I'm tracking. I get it. I pull the trigger immediately. And when I say I pulled the trigger, everybody that came with me, I bought a ticket. All right. I bought the ticket and I was just like this. Hey, hey, that's a, just a, a token of my appreciation. Now, once again, we have lives. We have things going on. We have business that still needs to be taken care of. So when RT was like this, hey, I ain't going to be able to I ain't going to be able to move my clientele around. You know what I mean? I, I got clients that got to show up on these days. First and foremost, hey, them problems that. I, I hope to aspire to have where I'm saying that I got so I got so many clients that like look or I got these specific days. But when he said that, I'm like, well, damn, I already brought the ticket. You know, well, at least cash at me the money then. And rather than just cash at me the money and we don't say anything about it and build up some type of animosity, he called me out on it. He said, no, we communicated that. You know, and if you're going to buy something on my behalf then you need to communicate that with me. And when I tell you, man, like that made me take a step back. You feel me? Like it made me take a step back because he was right. You feel me? Like he was right. And I don't think a lot of times, like when we have those conversations, because those are those tough conversations that a lot of us will avoid. But not only did we have the conversation, I was able to take a step back and realize like, damn, man, like my communication on my part like, I could have did a better job. And when you peel back the layers of the onion, I start to really ask myself, like, where did that where did that start for me? So this episode, man, like, I really want everybody to understand, man, this episode is about communication and why it is key. Absolutely, bro, and I couldn't have said it better. And I just, I think what we have to start doing is for our independent and strong friends, 
we have to start holding them accountable for their best behalf. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times they independent and a strong friend. It's also a gift and a curse because a lot of times they do with good meaning behind it, but they overdo. You know what I mean? And if you got enablers around you, they'll let you do it. Users around you, they'll let you do it because they're like, oh, hell yeah, he, he going to pay for it anyway. But sometimes when you are just as strong and you are just as independent, you know, you have to sometimes hold your friends accountable in a way to be like, look, I'm doing this because I care for you. Because on a different perspective, you guys, a lot of people don't understand. Meech got shows booked back to back in different places. So that's a lot of money on his end. Although they're paying for a lot of stuff, he still has a family. So the way that he operates while he's out of town is totally different than what he has to take care of back home. So for me, I was the, the, the biggest thing for me was one of those where like, I would never want to put my brother, I don't give a fuck how much money you're making, or I don't give a fuck how much money you got or how much money something costs. I never want to put my brother or my friend in a financial burden on my behalf, that's why I always try to communicate effectively ahead of time. Like, bro, if I can't make it, I'm going to let you know. But if I can, I'm going to cover it because support is always like, I'm so sick of people being like, if, if Meech was uh, another fucking speaker, I wanted to go see, I would pay full price. So for my brother, I'm doing the same thing. You know what I mean? But I want to speak to the people that every disagreement does not have to be an argument. And I think we are so conditioned in this day and time where we feel like the moment we disagree with something is going to be conflict and it's going to be an argument where we had one of the most healing and one of the most mature conversation two guys can have. You know, we people always talk about how guys don't know how to communicate where I express my feelings to my brother. And instead of being like, hey, man, fuck you, I don't give a fuck what you say. My brother was so quick to be like, no, you are absolutely right. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but admit your thoughts and then move past it. Because once he said that, it was like it was over. And he even, this is how really is. He even was like, bro, keep the money because it was my fault. I'm like, fuck that. No, I'm, I'm sending you the money, but we're moving forward past this. And that's what communication is. Communication is not, I'm going to get you to understand my side. It's not listening to respond it's listening to hear and that's what my brother did and he was able to take my communication and hear me for what i was saying and not take offense to it man i love that man and i'll even go on and say listen to hear so you can heal you know what i mean mm. because when we had that conversation it made me take a step back bro and ask myself like what was the cause of this you know what i mean like why am i so quick to me, you know, why am I so quick to pull the, the trigger on, on, on things like that? And just like what we said, man, that curse of being a strong one. And I can't stress this enough, man. Like I've been strong for so long, you know what I mean? But I've also, I didn't ask to be strong, bro. Like I never asked for that. You know, it was forced. I, I was forced to be strong. I wanted support, but I ended up having to support. I wanted people to be there for me but I end up having to be there for everyone else. And I have been let down for so long by so many people, so many times that I would try to essentially pre-plan, you know, how to avoid being let down. So I'm looking mm. at it like, oh, well, you know, you can't say the price ain't wrong. You know what I mean? All I need you yeah. to do is just show. And yeah. 
that forced me to take a step back, bro, because I was like, there's things about you, Demetrius, that you need to heal from because mm-hmm. you're not communicating that. You're not trying to communicate that because you feel like if you communicate that, then your your emotions don't matter. You know what I mean? Like, what about his emotions or what about their emotions or what about, you know, you should try to make them feel better and you will deal with yourself later. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's one of those where it's it's somebody right now that stops showing up for people that's not showing up for you. Mm-hmm. Because when you're around healed people and healed friends, they're going to hold you to a different level of accountability. 100%. Because those those friends that get it, that they're doing the same work that you're doing, they're putting in the same effort and their goals and their aspirations as you, they're going to hold you to a different accountability because it's going to be like, no, bro, we're in this together. And that's one of the things I told them, like, bro, we're a team, we're a partnership, we have a business together. So what you go through is what I go through. And what's funny is everything comes full circle because a couple of episodes ago, it was me on the other end where I'm so used to communicating in a way where I feel like sharing my feelings is not necessary because I'm always on the other side of that strength like you were on, bro, where it's like, even if I share my story, I'm going to have to be the one that problem solves here. So it's no, it's not even necessary for me to share my part, but we're both in a position where we're finally around equal yoke, equally yoke individuals that share the same interests, the same passion and the same hunger where we're not going to allow each other to just be passive with the things that once was a trigger for us. A hundred percent, man. Like, you know, and I, and I feel like, because there was a moment where you said, like, you know, you've been independent for so long, and I can tell. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, man, like, they take that, bro, like, and they pride themselves on that. And I'm not saying that's nothing to, you know, I'm not saying that you don't need to be proud of that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying don't be proud of that, because there were moments Wait. when, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Wait one second, bro. Wait one second. Say that one more time, because I don't even think people realize how much of a gem. I'm sorry, I had to stop you. Say that one more time. They take pride in, like... Go just one more time. Just dive into that. Man, God damn, that's a bar. I'll say, man, when when you said you've been independent for so long, bro, I felt that because mm. it's so many people right now that have been independent for so long and they take pride in that. And and they'll sit back and they'll say, like, I'm an independent woman. I don't need a man for shit. Or I'm an independent man. I You know, I was a man of the house since I was eight years old. Bro, they fuck you. You know what I mean? They screwed you over by doing that to you at such an early age. But because you had to do it for such an early age, and just because you were able to overcome it does not mean that it did not hurt you in the process. You know what I mean? Just because you were able to win that fight don't mean that you didn't sustain some type of injury. And just because you can't see the injury does not mean that it does not exist. And a lot of us are walking around with a lot of emotional baggage, a lot of emotional scarring, because we were strong for so long. We were independent for so long. And and when that conversation happened, bro, you weren't having a conversation with me. You were actually having a conversation with my inner child who had to be independent at such an early age. Bro, so many people take pride into forced roles that they were forced into that's not necessary. Like, like you said, being independent... Yeah, it's all fine and dandy, but having help is so much better. You know what I mean? And it's it's no knock against anybody that's 
having to do it independently. But I'm telling you, when you got a team, when you got people put in place that can make your life easier, I don't give a fuck who you are. That's how you get ahead quicker. You know what I mean? Any wealthy person, any successful person, they'll tell you right now, I might not be the smartest. I might not know how to do every job, but the biggest thing that I know how to do is put people in positions. And I think that's where a lot of people miss, um, misunderstand the role of a leader. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause I think a lot of people think if you're a manager, if you're a leader, if you're a boss, you got to be the smartest person. That's not fucking true. You got to know how to pull out the best in the people that you got surrounded with you. And I think when it comes to communication, that's the biggest thing that we don't do where we don't know how to pull the best. We don't understand our friends, our partners, communication style. And that's why it's so much conflict. Man, I even go on to say this one right here, bro, is that because you've been independent for so long, bro, it makes you hard to work with other people. Ooh. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and you know, we probably do another relationship episode at a different point, bro. But you remember when I had said that, you know, the woman does not want to be submissive around you because you do not create a space for her to be submissive? Yeah. It's a lot of people, man, that have been independent that... Now they have a partner. Now they have a teammate. Now they have a business partner. But because they've done it for so long, they don't even know how to give that tool. They don't even know how to say like, hey, man, they don't know how to delegate that because they're used to just doing everything by themselves, bro. And when you do that, you're already expecting to be let down or you're expecting someone to not you know, do it to your standard. But I, I just really want to just say, man, you got to have that conversation. You know, you want to have to have that conversation, man, because if you don't have that conversation, you're always going to constantly keep running into that problem. And I'll close with this one right here because I don't know who needs to hear this, but communication, but communication is a two-way street, bro. How dare we sit there and try to tell, you know, have a conversation with our friend, with our partner, with our associate. And, and we only hear their thoughts, but they did not hear ours. And we did not share ours. And then we're going to walk away from the conversation and say, hey, good talk. That wasn't a talk. That was a lecture. Absolutely, bro. And like you say, you know they asking for another relationship episode because that was a crazy one. But like you said, the same thing, bro, where with the guys, there's so many guys that's hurt because of something that one woman did years ago that they won't even open up again. You know what I mean? And on the flip side, a lot of ladies have done that damage and they wonder why guys won't open up. But with the guys, at some point, when are you going to have a conversation with yourself? Like, all right, she's not everyone. Like, you know, she's not the next person because a lot of times, like you say, when it comes to communication, we shy away from the uncomfortable situations whenever we have faced it before in the past. So if we encounter something like a similar situation, like for myself, I even told you a lot of times, and I hate to say this, and it's no bash against my fellas because we're doing amazing now, but I hate to say, bro, whenever I have a conflict with a guy, typically it could go sideways way quicker because the ego plays effect. And I I have to be mindful of how I phrase it because I don't want him to feel attacked. Mm. And the way that you communicate sometimes, you're always shying away from your true feelings. A hundred percent, man. Like, and I'll even say this is is that, why are you going to keep it inside you if you know it's going to bother you? Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're going to keep it inside you knowing that it's going to bother you, but you were willing to accept what was bothering someone else. 
and you were saying that I'm going to fix what's bothering someone else, but you're not willing to fix what's bothering you. And that's why communication is so key, bro, because it's like you can't assume everything. You can't just say like, all right, well, you know, if I do this, then this is going to happen. Or if I just don't say anything, then, you know, silence is key. Silence can't be, man. Like, it can't be key. And, bro, I think you just brought up a good point without bringing up the point. But what I took from what you just said, bro, I think we have to recognize all the different forms of communication. You know what I mean? Like, one of the biggest things is nonverbals. You know what I mean? Body language. If I'm talking to you and I'm communicating my feelings, and if you got bad body language and your nonverbals is off, you may throw my whole communication off because I might be like, this person's not interested because... He's doing like he's looking away. He's turning his head or with women, you know, like she's rolling her eyes. So anything I'm saying is already feeling invalidated and you ain't said a thing back. So I can shut down that way. So I think paying attention to your nonverbal sometimes, your facial reactions. I hear a lot of people say, I can't control my face. Yes, the fuck you can, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's a form of communication. And if you can't, you need to learn it because you, you don't do your face like that when your boss tell you to do something. You know what I mean? But if your mate, if your friend communicates something to you, you so quick to be like, nah, fuck that. And then you're not even hearing what they're saying. A hundred percent, man. Like, and I'll even just say this, bro, is, is that be cognizant of what you're talking about. You know, be cognizant of what you're about to say. Because a lot of times, like, people will say things not not aware of what they're saying and realize and be upset at the reaction that someone else is about to give them. You know what I mean? And, and when I say that, man, like you got to be about, you got to be very aware of the emotional weight that you're about to drop on somebody. That's like me and you being in the gym and I pick up like a hundred pound dumbbell, like it's nothing, you know what I mean? And then I hand it to you and then you drop down, you know what I mean? And I'm looking at you like, what the hell, you know, that's how a lot of people come out the gate. They're not aware of what they're saying. And because they're not aware of what they're saying, they unknowingly catch somebody off guard. And then it's like, oh, well, they didn't like what I just said, so I'm never going to talk about it again. It's not that. You just said some heavy shit, and we're, at a, and we're at a Walmart. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the time. You know what I mean? Like, you ever had somebody just drop some heavy shit on you, and you in a public place, and they just said a private matter to you? And you're just like, whoa, I'm not, I'm not even in the setting mentally to even accept that. I'm not even, I'm, I, my guard is down in this area right now and you just told me that in front of everybody you know so you got to be aware of that and not feel like that is a part of communication no absolutely bro and one of the things that i tell my clients all the time is i see probably about 80 percent of the time this avoids any confrontation Ask your friend, your partner, whoever you're speaking to, before you even drop any information, if it's something serious, are you in a mental space to have a, a deep conversation? Because when you ask, because timing is everything. If 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 you come to me in the morning with some shit, I'm not a morning person. So nine times out of ten, I'm going to be irritable about some shit. But if you come to me when I'm in a relaxed setting, after I hit the gym, after I'm chilling, I'm way open to it. So understanding the best time that you communicate is also an effective way to communicate. So timing is key. Really? Man, I, I was not expecting you. I thought you were a morning person. No, I'm not. No, it's because I'm I not. see you. You do so many things early in the morning that I just assumed that you were a morning person. 
Hey, listen, I hate the fucking mornings, but like you say, you got to look at your time and your days where usually I can knock those things out because I know midday, that's when I'm going to have all my real hard conversations. You know what I mean? But you see what we just did right there? Because if we assume things, because I could have easily been like, hey, RT, so we recording early in the morning. You like, absolutely not. But I'm like, well, I mean, shit, you already do all of these things early in the morning. What's, you know, what's a record? What's a recording session? And I feel like a lot of, a lot of people will do that. You know, they assume things because just because I'm carrying it, that don't mean that it's heavy. You know what I mean? They see that you made it through this. You're very independent. You're very hardworking. That don't mean that I don't get tired. That don't mean that I don't get bogged down. That don't mean that this is not taking its toll on me. You're just assuming these things about me. And this is why what you just said about creating a safe place for whoever you're communicating with is key. Because the old me would have definitely been like, hey, bro, yeah, yeah, morning. All right, I do it. I do what you need me. I do it. But the fact that we have such a safe place where we communicate together, I'm like, bro, the mornings ain't going to work because, hey, I ain't going to be as productive. You're going you gonna to say this episode is bullshit. But when we first started our podcast, I would have did it just so I would have been able to be like, hey, I showed up for my brother. And I think a lot of times we do that. And I want people to really take a look at your life right now. Like, look at your situation right now and ask yourself, am I doing it just to please my friends? And if you are, ask yourself, did we ever create a safe place for me to tell them no? Hey, you know, I, re I really want to throw this out there, man, because we always sit back and we say that first impressions are the most important impression. So if you choose not to communicate something, that is the you're setting a baseline, bro. You know what I mean? And And that is going to be your norm right out the gate. And that's why people get thrown off. Like, why, why didn't you tell me this? Or if you'd never liked this, then why didn't you say anything? Because, bro, I'm an ex-people pleaser. You you feel me? Like, I'm an ex-people pleaser. I will agree to some shit. I, let me rephrase that. I used to agree to some shit and knowing damn well, knowing damn well, bro, that I don't want to do it. Agree to going out with somebody when it's like, bro, I'd rather stay at the house. Agree to helping somebody when I know I don't want to volunteer my time when I feel like I shouldn't you know I remember one time bro I took duty on my daughter's birthday because I was new on a team and I wanted to set a good impression and I hated it bro because I was so mad at myself and I told myself never again never again I will just go ahead and communicate how I would if it was day 50 like it was day one day one with you so that way you already know exactly how we are right now and we say it all the time, babe. Uh, bro, be careful what you tolerate. <laughs> Paul, say, man. Hey, we already. Hey, be careful. We <laughs> no, no. Hey, listen. No. no, it was a mistake. Look, this is no. what happened when. No, listen, listen. This is what happened when your only friend is in your relationship because I'm so used to talking to her about everything. Y'all two, my only friends. But anyway, um, we just talked about, bro. We're close. Be careful. We're close. We got some history together. I know you since you was in high school. You feel me? All right. Listen, that was wild. That was fucking listen, wild. It, listen, I told you, I, me and her didn't talk so much within the last, talk about communication. We didn't talk so much within the last couple of days about everything you could think about. Like, it's to a point now where 
we could just sit together and not say nothing and we'll be cool for a couple of weeks because with this house process, everything is a question. So I do apologize, but back to um, what you were saying, it's big on be careful what you tolerate because you're teaching people how to treat you. Mm-hmm. I completely you know. Cool. I love that. Yeah, because you got to be careful what you tolerate because you're teaching them how to treat you. And what you just said is huge, where a lot of times we will ignore the red flags or we ignore the problem when it first starts for a good impression or for us to make the other person feel comfortable when we're being uncomfortable just by engaging in whatever we don't want to do. So the best form of communication is, like you said, being up front and setting expectations from the start. Like, if somebody does some shit that you don't like, you address it like, hey, no problem. This conversation is over. I'm done because I'm not even, I'm not about to be three months in and be like, man, you still doing the same shit because you allowed it for two months. So I'm going to be upfront with my boundaries and I'm going to communicate my boundaries. And before it even gets too far, you're going to know my expectations of you. I'll even say this one real quick, Matt. Speaking of red flags, your lack of communication is a red flag. Mm. You know what I mean? Because ain't nothing worse than seeing somebody who is physically bothered by the situation. And when you ask them what is wrong and they say nothing, I'm good. Don't worry about it. (sighs) They sighing around the house. They shoulders are forward. They dragging their feet. But as soon as you say what's wrong, nothing, I'm good. No, the fuck you're not. <clears throat> you're not, though. Like, and I don't know who needs to hear this, bro. Like, because we'll sit there and say, like, oh, it's okay to not be okay. It's 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 not okay to lie about being okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, ain't no shame in being if uh, in being not okay. Ain't no shame in that. The shame lies when you sit there and lie and say that you're okay when you know that you're not. You know that you're not. And and to be honest with you, you're a fucking time bomb. That I, I need to get away from you because I know something's bothering you. You're not saying that something is bothering you. And it's just a matter of time before everyone finds out that something is bothering you. Everybody in a relationship about to feel attacked, Beach. They about to come for your neck because it's somebody in a relationship right now looking at their partner like, motherfucker, they mm. talking about you. <laughs> they going to replay that part. They going to replay that part. You know what I mean? Because think about it, bro. Like, how many times have we just, like, we've asked and we've asked and and nobody is saying anything, but the energy in the room tells us otherwise. The energy that you're giving off tells me otherwise. And you're telling me that you're okay, but I've been with you. I know you. I've been around you. And that's that, that energy and that okay aren't matching. No, absolutely, bro. And I think it comes from us settling so much. You know what I mean? We're so scared. If we say something, the person will never change or the person won't give the reaction. Because I hear so many couples say shit like, well, they ain't going to change anyway. So why the fuck are you staying? Like we stay in situations that's dead a lot of times trying to find life in it. You know, and I don't care if that's friendships, I don't care if that's relationships, I don't care if that's business, whatever. If you verbalize something that you need and that person does not give it to you, that means that's your clear indication that it's time for you to move. Mm-hmm. And I'll even say this one real quick. If you can sit there and laugh with me, then you need to be able to cry with me as well. Mm. 
If you could tell me your wildest dreams, then I need to understand what ails you as well. You know what I mean? I need to understand what aches you. I need to understand what bothers you. You know what I mean? Like, you can't sit there and call me your friend, but you give me half-assed friendship, surface-level friendship. You know what I'm talking about? Because I'm going to be honest, and this may just be me. This just may be me. I'm going to take offense to it. I'm going to take offense to it because it's like when I got something bothering me, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to let you know something ain't right with me. But you can't do the same for me. Like, come on, talk to me. Let's work this out. And if we can't work this out, let's get a third party to help us be able to work this out. Absolutely, bro. And the biggest thing that I tell everybody is it's one of those where you have to make sure whoever you're dealing with, whether that's friendship or relationship, that they understand and they make a conscious effort in understanding your commu- your communication style and your love language, or you're going to spend a lifetime trying to translate it. I hear that, man. I hear that, bro. But with that being said, man, let's go ahead and come to a close to this episode. We ain't got a scenario. Oh yeah, my bad, bro. My bad, my bad. Oh, the way you usually you ask for the scenario, you hey, I thought you was like, hey, fuck the scenario this weekend. Communication, my bad, my bad. But yeah, no, the the um the scenario of the week, bro. And I I know it's tough because you know they're trying to force relationships with us. Um, the scenario this week is, um, I'm trying to communicate with my girlfriend, but she doesn't communicate and she expects me to read her mind. Mm-hmm. How should I go up, go about this? Bro, I'm the least qualified <laughs> to talk about relationships, man. Like, I don't know why I'm the least qualified to talk about relationships because the first thing out my mouth was is that if you ain't gonna say what the fuck going on with you then ain't nothing going on with you and i'm about to continue to keep going on about my day all right i ain't sherlock holmes i ain't about to keep deciphering and pulling back the layers but at the exact same time with an episode about communication you will have to sit down with that person and look them dead in their eyes and say i'm all ears what's going on And I just want to add to this, bro, and like you say, we don't have to do another episode about relationships, but let me make one one thing clear, bro. I've been at this thing for about a decade, and one of the biggest misconceptions that I see with all couples, bro, is this fucking fairy tale of if my partner understands what I'm what I'm trying to say without saying that he loves me more or she loves me more. That's the biggest fucking misconception that anybody like I hear when people be like they should just do it because they know me or they should just he she should just do this because she she know how I am where the biggest fucking misconception in every relationship is you love your partner more if you can just read their fucking mind it's bullshit because we're constantly changing and we're constantly needing new things as we grow together and individually so the the biggest thing that i say is you guys got to have a a realistic expectation of look i don't know if something's wrong if you don't say it as far as a man when it comes to ladies understand this when it comes to a lot of things when it comes to you just saying i'm okay a lot of guys will take that as like all right fuck it she good then you know what i mean they're not going to dig in so if you don't say exactly what you need 
a lot of times they're not going to pick up on that. A lot of guys is just not wired that way. I don't give a fuck who you are or what you say. It's one of those things where if you tell him, now that's different if he doesn't, you know, go into it. But on the opposite end, with ladies, we're not mind readers. You know, we could do our best, but we're not mind readers. So if we say what's wrong, just tell us. And on the opposite end, have realistic expectations. And I think in this situation, y'all just, like you said, needs y'all need to sit down and literally need to figure out it's us versus the problem. So how do we get past this? hundred percent, bro. And I even go on the record and say this one real quick, man. Like fellas, look, all right. Stop saying, oh, it's all right. It's whatever. No, it's not. All right. Your birthday come up and you say, give me whatever. That's why you getting socks. That's why you got a white beater. That's why you getting boxes again. You know what I mean? Christmas, Christmas coming up, and she told you exactly what she wanted, and you said, "Just give me whatever." So guess what you about to get? Whatever. You got a tie for Father's Day because she told you that she wanted this. You got her that boy. She asked you. You said, "Ah, uh, you know it don't matter." You looked at something and hoping that she was gonna look at whatever you was looking at. And think that, hey, you know, hopefully. No, you feel unappreciated because you don't set the tone to be appreciated. So with that being said, fellas, we got to speak up too. But with that being said, I think we can close this episode out. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this episode because this podcast deserves to grow just as much as we do. Check the show notes. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, and we will see you next week.